The following podcast is sponsored by the new Hood College Gear Shop. The Gear Shop replaces the old Hood College bookstore. Most of us remember the bookstore as just a place where we bought or rented books. Well, that's not the case anymore. The Hood College Gear Shop is a great place to buy all kinds of things. Need some Hood branded merch? You'll find hoodies and t-shirts, hats and scarves, sweats and socks, mugs and cups. They even have Hood branded blankets. Low on shampoo or soap? They have you covered. Bad breath before class? Buy some gum or Tic Tacs. Need a pen, highlighter, or notebook? The gear shop has tons. Does your roommate have a dog? Buy them a Hood College leash or collar. Need some Advil or Tums? The gear shop has your back. Need a last minute birthday gift for your best friend? You'll find plenty of options. What I'm saying is the Hood College gear shop has you covered for all your gifts, school, snack, and blazer branded clothing needs. So next time you're in WIT, stop in and browse around. Mention my name, Brianne Thomas, and the name of this podcast, Ghostly History, and receive 10% off your purchase of any Hood branded merch. But listen to the show first. Boo! Hello, and welcome to Ghostly History. I'm your host, Brianne Thomas. This is Ghostly History, where we talk about historical ghost stories. Today, we are talking about ghost stories from ancient times. So get your snacks, get ready, here we go! The first story I have for you is a haunted house in Athens. Before I tell you my story, got a surprise last minute guest who decided to join me. Say hello. Hello. This is Christian. I'm Christian Fakera, host of the very popular podcast Please Keep Talking. Not popular. Don't listen to him. I think it's good. <laughs> You're, it's fine. You're just gonna let you think what you want. You're so mean to me. You're so you're so mean to me. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I want to be scared. What do you got? It's not really scary, but okay. Okay. So here I have it is a letter from Finney the Younger to Lucius Sora from ancient Athens. I am extremely desirous, therefore, to know whether you believe in this existence of ghosts and that they have a real form and are sort of divinities or only the visionary impressions of a terrified imagination. What does that mean? What does that mean? I don't know, but can you, I, like, I wasn't done yet. Oh, you paused. I thought you were waiting for dramatic effect. I was scrolling. Okay. There was at Athens a large and roomy house, which had a bad name, so that no one could live there. In the dead of night, a noise resembling the clashing of iron was frequently heard, which, if you listen more attentively, sounded like the rattling of chains, distant at first, but approaching nearer by degrees. Immediately afterwards, a specter appeared in the form of an old man, of extremely emaciated and squalid appearance, with a long beard and disheveled hair, rattling the chains on his hands and feet. So this guy thought he saw a ghost? Yep. A spooky. 
Are you scared yet? Terrified. <laughs> <laughs> the distressed occupants, meanwhile, pass their wakeful nights under the most dreadful terrors imaginable. This, as it broke their rest, ruined their health, and brought on distempers. Their terror grew upon them, and death ensued even in the daytime. Though the spirit did not appear, yet the impression remained so strong upon their imaginations that it still seemed before their eyes and kept them in perpetual alarm. They were shaking in their boots. So spooky. Is it, it's just so spooky? Is that all? I'm very spooked. You're spooked? I don't like being spooked. You don't? You don't think spooked? You gonna scare me? Yes. Ah! <laughs> A water break. <laughs> you drink like a cartoon character. Dramatics. <laughs> Stay hydrated. I'm always hydrated. <laughs> you can't see, but he's giving me a side eye right now. Bombastic. Time to continue. Whoever owned the house had put it up for sale or to rent. He just kind of wanted someone in it. But consequently, the house was at length deserted as being deemed absolutely uninhabitable. So that it was now entirely abandoned to the ghost. However, in hopes that some tenant might be found who was ignorant of this very alarming circumstance, a bill was put up giving notice that it is either to be let or sold. It happened that Athendorus, the philosopher, came to Athens at this time and reading the bill, inquired the price. The extraordinary cheapness raised his suspicion. Nevertheless, when he heard the whole story, he was so far from being discouraged that he was more strongly inclined to hire it. And in short, actually did so. When it grew towards evening, he ordered a couch to be prepared for him in the front part of the house. And after calling for a light, together with his pencil and tablets, directed all his people to retire. But that his mind might not, for want employment, to be open. The vain terrors of imaginary noises and spirits, he applied himself to writing with the utmost attention. What do you think? So, the ghost is very organized? No, no, this, that wasn't about the ghost. So, the people who lived in it left, and it was, like, put up for, like, sale or rent cheaply, and someone got curious about it, and after hearing the story, moved in because he wanted to see the ghost. He's currently, like, at but this... He applied himself to writing with the utmost attention. Like, he's documenting? Yeah. Oh, okay. First, first ghost hunter here, man. Oh. Okay. So he's like, I'm going to document this, mm -hmm. and this is why we have this documentation. Yeah. Oh, that makes more sense. I was very confused. thought you were talking about the ghost. Oh. Listen to me. I, I have been. Nah. All right, I want to hear about the spooky part. 
When does the spookiness I'm happen? There. I'm getting there. <laughs> I never said this was spooky. You said it was spooky. You said prepare to be spooked. When did I say that? Maybe you didn't say that. Maybe I'm just making things up in my head. You are. Okay, let me continue. The first part of the night passed in entire silence, as usual. At length, a clinking of iron, rattling of chains was heard. However, he neither lifted up his eyes or laid down his pen, but in order to keep calm and collected, tried to pass the sounds off to himself as something else. The noise increased and advanced nearer till it seemed at the door and at the last in the chamber. He looked up, saw, and recognized the ghost exactly as it had been described to him. It stood before him, beckoning with the finger, like a person who calls another. Athendorus, in reply, made a sign with his hand that it should wait a little, and threw his eyes up again upon his papers, and the ghost then rattled his chains over the head of the philosopher, who looked up upon this, and seeing it beckoning as before, immediately arose, and a light in his hand followed it. The ghost slowly stalked along, as if encumbered with chains, and turning into the area of the house suddenly vanished. Athendorus began thus deserted, made a mark with some grass and leaves on the spot where the spirit left him. So, he was like documenting the activities of the ghost. Yeah. And he, it's like, um, it seems like he was like leading a breadcrumb trail, essentially. Like, oh, the ghost left me here, so he left leaves there to document where... What? Yeah, he made a mark with some grass and leaves on the spot where the spirit left him. Yeah, where, like, so, where the spirit was standing. Yeah, so he's, like, making a breadcrumb trail, essentially, of where the spirit was standing. I guess it's not really a trail, but... I mean, he's leaving himself a note of where the spirit was. Yeah. Okay. Now I want some bread. You should have bought some today. Nah. Alright, continue. Maybe okay. being spooked some more will make you lose your appetite. Or get you to buy me bread. What? Where are we going to find bread at this hour? Sheets. We were just... It's 10 o'clock. You want to go to Sheets and get bread? Really? I... It'd be fun. <sighs> Adventure! You want me to go buy you bread from Sheets? Nah, we're good. I'm good. I will. Nah, we're good. We're good. We're okay. good. Let me, let's continue. Okay. Let's continue. The next day, he gave information to the magistrates and advised them to order that spot to be dug up. This was accordingly done, and the skeleton of a man in chains was found there. For the body, having lain a considerable time in the ground, was putrefied and moldered away from the fetters. The bones being collected together were publicly buried, and thus after the ghost was appeased by the proper ceremonies and the house was haunted no more. Huh. So not only was he a ghost adventure guy, he was a ghost buster, you would say. Because uh, <laughs> no. he, he, he stopped the ghost. I think that, I guess it's not like Ghostbusters do, though, like... That's exactly what Ghostbusters do. They stop ghosts from haunting people. But not in this way. He just got the guy 
to a proper resting place. Okay, I'm call- I'm dubbing. What's this guy's name? Athenodorus. Mm-hmm. Athenodorus, I dub ye the first Ghostbuster ever. I guess he was the first ghost hunter too. Yeah. Gotta get I him. think I think Ghostbusters cooler though. No. <laughs> Ghostbusters! Yeah. Doris, you were a cool dude. He looked right at a ghost, and he was like, Alright, buddy-o, I'm gonna dig up my garden. And then he found the body. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, ooh, it's a skelly bone, man. If you listen to my other podcast, you would know ancient ghost stories. A big theme is people not having proper burials. Well, I mean, there wasn't a lot for people to, like, be unappeased about back then, was there? What do you mean? Like, I feel like people were angry about anything, no matter the point. Yeah, but, like, that doesn't mean they were, like, unappeased. But- you know? Like, you know how you hear stories about ghosts? They're like, ah, I need to be put to rest. Yeah. You know, it's like that. People that got, like, murdered and buried in a tree or something. I don't know. Just like, like this guy, I think this guy's only gripe was that he wasn't properly buried. To me, it seems like he also was in prison because he was in chains. So I think they took the chains off him to bury him. So this kind of kind of was also like freeing him of being trapped. I gotcha. Maybe he was just kinky. <laughs> you never know. You you don't. This was Greece, wasn't it? Yeah. People were people were freaky in Greece. Oh, you have to talk about this. I've talked about it. Oh. I mean, like this is this is. This I is, mean, like the Spartans were freaky, freaky. I, I'm you know? like, this is something I gotta turn in and get a grade for. Spartans were freaky, freaky. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what the ghosts of a Spartan king would do. Oh, oh, what was that? He's like, I want to see my man wife one more time. But his man-wife has also been dead for 30 years, so they just bury him together. Spartans, hella gay. Hella gay. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. It it was okay if you were gay. I'm not finishing this because it's not a PG thing. Yeah, it was was cool as long as you were a top. I'm trying to keep this PG here. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So that was the first haunted house. It's a it's a cute little story, cute mm-hmm. little resolution. Um, I don't necessarily know if I believe in this ghost story. Like I'm sure there was, I'm sure this was in a book, and this guy was like, "Ooh, I got a great story," and then, you know, maybe it was di- disclosed. Maybe he found some texts where he found out that a body was on the property or something, but I don't know. It's a, it's an interesting story. It is. Okay. Alright, what's the next haunted house? Tell me. This isn't about haunted houses. This is old ghost stories. Oh, 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 what's the next ghost story? Again, he wasn't listening to me. Okay. You literally asked me to be on this after you recorded that. <laughs> a surprise guest. I even was surprised. 
Next, we have Christian telling us a story. We have like an Egypt ghost story here. I really like Egypt. I have an irrational fear of mummies, but I think Egypt is a very pretty place. Did you know majority of the mummies in the world were eaten because it used, was seen as like a medicine? Yeah. So. Yeah, there's also, they also raided a bunch of the pyramids. Just to eat the bodies. Yeah. People are weird. People are weird, man. Anyways, in 1915, Egyptologist Gason Maspiro published a translation of an ancient Egyptian ghost story. Um, it depicted a ghost of a mummified man telling a high priest of the god Amun and his current condition. Uh, to quote the story, uh, it says, I grew, and I did not see the rays of sun. I did not breathe the air. But darkness was before me every day, and no one came to find me, the ghost says. Um, very, very spooky. Um, I, I will continue. The ghost seems to complain of some accident that has happened to himself or his tomb. But I cannot make out what the subject, what is the subject of his dissatisfaction. Um, that is what Maspero wrote. I think that's just a funny story. Not a really evil ghost or anything. He's just kind of like, I hate being dead. I'm dead and I hate it. I have one note. You mispronounced the guy's name. What is it? Gaston. Oh, is it Gaston? Gaston! Oh, it is. What did I say? Gaston. Oh, I said Gaston. Okay, it's Gaston Maspero. Anyways, I really like this story. It's kind of like... You know, you hear a lot about, like, evil ghosts and ghosts being sad and stuff. This guy's just, like, a normal person. He's just complaining. He was just like, something happened. Can you fix it, please? Pretty please. Nah, I hear people like this in my everyday life. Just complaining about nothing. My roommate, for example. Ugh. Ugh. Which one? Jared. Oh. He's always complaining about something. No, no, I wasn't talking about you. You have reasons to complain. I didn't mean me. I meant, like, you're other, like the ones that actually live in the room. Yeah, Jared. I, I didn't know if you were talking about Andrew or Andre. You're Andre on a doesn't complain about anything, and you know that. I do. Andrew just exists. I assume Jared, but I, I had to be sure. <laughs> Jared is... The princess of the room, essentially. He likes everything to be the way he likes it. But we love him. But we love him. He's 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 a good roommate. He's a good person. Better than my first roommate. Way better than him. The dude was weird. Very weird. He left the, you with the microwave, though. He did leave me the microwave and all of his extra... Actually, I can't say that. Anyways, um... Yeah, so it's just it's definitely just like a funny little story of a guy just complaining about being dead. So yeah. Anyways, do you have do you have another story for I us, Brian? Do oh next story I got is about a boarded up bathhouse. Ooh, I've always wanted to go to a bathhouse. Why? So I think it'd be fun. 
We should go to one in Japan. They got some nice ones in Japan. They won't let us in. They do. No, the tattoos. They... You just have to cover them up. I don't want to cover up in a bathhouse. That's the whole point no, of no, going no. to a No, no, no. You take you take medical tape. Oh and... my goodness. No. I don't want to have to go anywhere that they won't accept me because I have tattoos. Okay. Well, anyway. I'm not going to no Japan. They're also very not kind to foreigners sometimes. Okay, well, I'd anyway, rather go to China, in anyway, all honesty. I'd rather go to any, China. China is a beautiful country. You're being a baby. I am being a baby, but I'm your baby. Oh, shut up. Okay, but anyway, the writer Plutarch, who lived from AD 45 to AD 120, tells a ghost story that has a much sadder ending than others. There was a boy named Damon who attracted the attention of a Roman military commander who apparently loved him. Historical research suggests Damon refused the commander's advances enraging him. Knowing that he would be killed if he did nothing, Damon got a group of friends together, ambushed the Roman commander, and several other Roman soldiers killing them. The city council of Chirona condemned Damon and his friends to death. After that proclamation, Damon, who had not been killed, had the council members killed. Romans and their Romans and their obsessions with men, dude. <laughs> bring down a bring would bring down the damn empire. Damon and his friends then took to the countryside plundering it. Eventually, the townspeople allowed Damon to return, but he was killed shortly after in the local bathhouse. And then to quote, and because for a long while thereafter, a certain phantoms appear in the place and groans were heard there. As our fathers tell us, the door of the vapor bath was walled up into this present time. The neighbors think it the source of alarming sights and sound. That is just a very strange situation. Very strange situation indeed. Yeah, but it's fun. What's fun about that? It's history. History doesn't have to be fun. No, it's just that's just sad in all honesty. It is sad, but I like history. History can be fun. I don't think there's anything fun about someone getting upset that a dude hit on him, so then he and a bunch of his friends go and kill the person that hit on him, and then they go and they plunder the countryside for a while, and then they get murdered at a bathhouse. Just, just, just gotta let them think. They were, They didn't. They didn't have think their thinking caps on. They were just like murder, was the only option. Kind of reminds me of Joseph in the Technicolor Dreamcoat. Did you, did you never watch that play? No. Oh my God! It's amazing. So there's a there's this guy named Joseph, and he has a bunch of brothers. Okay. And oh, it's, is it based off the Bible story? I don't know. Anyways, Joseph gets a dream where he's like, ah, my brothers, I had a dream. All of us were stars and you were all beside me and I was the brightest star. 
So then his brothers were like, we're sick and tired of this. We're going to sell him into slavery. Oh, yeah, this is the based off the Bible story. Oh, it story. is? I didn't know that. I didn't know that. But then anyway, so Joseph goes, he becomes like a, an advisor to a king. Mm-hmm. But then the king's wife wants to sleep with him. Yep. And he's like, no. This is like and exactly wife, from the Bible. And the dude. wife is like, well, you know what? I'm going to tell the king that you did sleep with me. And then the king's like, well, 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 Joseph, what do we have here? And then I think, I forget what happens, but I think he goes like, well, I kicked my wife out, but you can stay, or whatever. And then the king makes him the king. And then his brothers come, and they're poor. And they're like, Joseph, what happened? He's like, I'm the king now. And the brothers are like, oh, okay. And then Joseph is like, come join me. And they're like, but we treated you so poorly. He's like, I don't care. I'm king now. Is that from the Bible? Yes. Dang it. That was a great ghost story. Oh, my god! It wasn't a ghost story. It's (laughs) Joseph in the Technicolor Dreamcoat. Such a great ghost story. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but... All right, what do you got for me next? I got... Next up, I got four years. The ghost of Tupo. Tupo was an ancient ghost with revenge on his mind. Before he died, Tupo served as a minister to Chinese Emperor Husan, who lived from 827 to 783 B.C., the two had a disagreement, and Husan had Tupo killed in about 786 BC, despite warnings that Tupo would come back and haunt him. Tupo did a lot more than haunt the emperor. Three years later, in 783 BC, Husan was killed with an arrow fired by an apparition resembling Tupo in front of an assembly of feudal lords wrote Chinese philosopher Mozu So Mozu, yeah. So Yeah, he got his revenge. <coughs> yes he did. That was a beautiful cough. I am sorry. Uh yeah, He's Tupo. So he just seems like a guy that wanted to help out his uh his country and oh, that's a lovely image. Um and the Emperor was like, no. I'm the emperor. I get to choose what I get to do. You don't. You make him sound like a spoiled little brat. I mean, most emperors were. How would you know? Are you an emperor? No, but I've read a lot about Chinese history. I haven't. I had to for a couple classes. Not fun. (coughs) I think he's dying. I am. Gross. Do it quietly. I'm recording a podcast. You're so mean. But yeah, Tupo just seems like a chill dude. He just wanted to help out his country. And his emperor wasn't feeling it. So, yeah. It's um, pretty spooky. Pretty spooky? Pretty spooky. Pretty spooky. Uh-oh, Spooky. Anyways, do you, do you have any more for us? Or are you done? Let's, let me look at my documents. Well, let's see if I got any more. I do, in fact, have another one for you. Oh. 
You want to hear it? I don't know. I'm already pretty spooked. No, you're not. Oh, yeah, I'm lying. Let's hear it. The Haunted Battlefield of Marathon. The famous victory of the Greeks over the Persians at the Battle of Marathon in 490 BC didn't just haunt the losers, but apparently the victors too. According to one ancient chronicler, the site of the battlefield at Marathon in southern Greece was haunted for many years by the strange sounds of men fighting and horses neighing, curious visitors who went to the battlefield site with the hope of seeing and hearing the ghost would have bad luck, but those who experienced it by accident did not. There are also ghost accounts during the battle itself. The Athenian soldier Epizilus used to recount how the ghost of a fellow soldier protected him in the thick of the battle and even killed an enemy fighter. That's cool. I think the part where people who wanted to hear or see it didn't and people who didn't did, it just kind of seems like it was made up. Don't you know? Yeah. But ancient Greeks did believe, like, un, if you didn't have proper burial, turn into a ghost. Makes sense. Greeks believed in a lot of things. You know? Yeah. Greeks, the Greeks were a bit, were a bit strange. So are you. Maybe that's why I like the Greek history so much. Mm-mm. I don't know. Hmm. It was a big yawn. It was. I'm sleepy. Oh. Anyways, thing. I got one for you. Ooh. Let me hear it. The poltergeist of Velletri. Um, as we think of them today, poltergeists are essentially unrecorded in history, ancient history. We don't have account. We, we don't have records of, uh, you know poltergeists going around and messing with people. We just kind of have people being what people. What are you talking about? I got so many books of that. Show me. We have to pull a nice little thing. We gotta steal the Declaration of Independence for me to get those books. Okay, Nicholas Cage. Um, anyways. According to the Roman historian uh, Suetonius... The house in which Caesar Augustus was born had a small room like a pantry that nobody dared to enter. Um, And the reason for this was because people believed that anyone entering the room would be exposed to something monstrous and terrifying. Ah! Jesus! (laughs) He said he wanted to be scared. Try and... Freaking tell a story here. Meanie. Said, uh, are you going to let me finish? Yeah, you can keep going. My mouth is shut. Suetonius, an owner of the villa at the time of this writing, decided to sleep in this mysterious room on one occasion. In the middle of the night, according to the story, the owner was thrown violently from his bed and onto the floor. He was lying half dead and wrapped in his bed sheets. Interesting. 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 Yeah, so I guess this is a this is a, a documented poltergeist, I guess. Very 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 funny. 
Very funny. You're very funny, very, man. Very strange. Very strange. What doesn't kill you makes you stranger. <laughs> if you don't hear back from me, take this into court as evidence of him murdering me. I would never hurt you. I'm scared. I would never hurt you. Boo. What do you have in your hand there? A computer. That, that looks like something you can hurt me with. I'm scared. Oh no, now he has a stuffed animal! Ah! I'm being beat with a stuffed animal. Yes. Well, that's all I got. That's all I got. This was fun. Okay. Okay. You, you got no more? I got no more. Are we done? I, I, got, I think we're done. I think we're done? Does this mean we get to kiss now? This is a professional relationship. Come on, man. Uh huh. Professionals. Okay. Well, thank you for listening to Ghostly History. I'm Brian Thomas. I'm Christian Fakara. Thank you for joining me today. Joining us. I was talking to you. Oh, I thought you were talking to the oh. audience. Well, you're you're welcome for for thank my presence. You. I know I'm great, aren't I? Pretty great. Okay, but thank you for listening to Ghostly History. I'm Brian Thomas. I'm Christian Fakara. Come back next week to listen to. I'm not sure, because I have great planning skills, as always. Hope you listen to the next one. We're going to be talking about the ghosts of Hood College. Or did you already do that? I could do that. It's your final episode. It is. Okay, I'll do Okay, come back next week to listen to the story of Hood College ghosts. Ooh. Hope you listen to the next one. Peace out. Bye.